Anyway, um, big news, of course, during the week. Uh, after the performance of the St. George Illawarra Dragons on Sunday against the Roosters, pumped by the – flogged, belted, whichever way you want to look at it, they've made some changes, um, albeit for a week, Maria. He's been dropped, Benji Marshall, but he's been told, don't worry, you'll be back next week. What happens if Drew Hutchison has a blinder? Oh, it's hard, isn't it? Um, and also, what if he has a terrible game? Then he won't be able to re, you know, get another chance before the season's over. Could affect him mentally. Look, I don't know. I think Benji's had a really good attitude towards it um, in all his media that he's been doing. Um, I just, uh, I personally don't get why he can't play this week. Benji? Yeah. I don't know. I They're think if you're going to drop finals. someone, just drop them and just say, well, you're not performing and... They're not going to re-sign him, so what are they actually doing? It doesn't I, make I any sense to I, me. I, don't, I totally understand why he's been dropped because as of last week, you start thinking about what's happening next year. You know, Paul McGregor's got to do that. And so you start thinking of the options that are available. You know, They're going to be, going, to be uh, going out to the market and trying to find a halfback. There's not that many coming off contract at the moment. If, if I was them, I think I said it here before, if I was them, I'm knocking on the door of the Gold Coast Titans They've got Tyrone Roberts, they've got Ash Taylor, and they've got uh, Kane Elgie to come back for next year. Give me one of them. Give me one of them. I don't care which one. Yeah. I'll take one of them off your hand. And they're all different prices because they're all at different levels. But we forget about Kane Elgie sitting in the grandstands while these two guys, yeah. uh, Roberts and, and Ash Taylor, play so well. If I was the Dragons, that's what I'd be doing. It seems there's a backup plan for Mitch Rain. Because they've said, Mitch, yeah, you think you're worth four fifty? We think you're worth three fifty. Or well, these are the figures reported. Yeah. Um, thoughts on that, Pam? Um, I think fair enough. I think if they're willing to play hardball with him, but as as we talk about all the time, there's not that many um, first class kind of hookers in the game, is there? There's one that's off contract. Well, well sorry, he's not off he's contract, not but off. he's looking for a new club. Very true. Uh, and and if you're looking at that, and if you're the dragon, then you say, okay. We could pick up Robbie Farah for three fifty, or we could pick, keep Mitch Rain at three fifty. Oh well, actually, he won't be three fifty; he'll be four fifty because he said he won't won't stay for three fifty. It's an obvious decision, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty obvious. Um, I know South Sydney are in there as well, um, but from what I understand, they're a bit split on whether they should get Robbie Farah or not. So, um, and all the while, the West Tigers they're going, we want you to go to the highest bidder um, because we want to uh, minimise our. Uh, salary cap imposition for next year. So it's a really interesting situation. Mitch Rain backed himself by saying, oh, I think I'm worth this. And now he's found out that the, the offer's been withdrawn. So what happens to him? You know, he's he's too young to go to England. Yes. Well, this is the thing is if they miss out on Robbie Farah, then there's this awkward situation here with Mitch Rain. Come back he, to a revi revised deal. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it just gets awkward. It's just awkward. I said they signed Jake Marketo up for another year and he's the backup from a hooker point of view. They've got yeah. a kid, uh, Robson, in the 20s who's probably a couple of years away, but he's a, he, uh, he might even be younger than under 20. Like he might be under 19 even, uh, Reese Robson. He, so he's a, yeah. he's a good player, but there's still a couple of years before he's at that uh, elite level. So um, that is a really interesting situation with what's happening at the Dragons. Unfortunately, I think everyone is pretty disappointed at the fact that Jamie Lyon doesn't get a send-off at Brookie. Yeah, it doesn't seem um, fair, does it? <laughs> it does It's just it kind doesn't. of – but it, it, it's kind of in fitting with his career, I guess. I don't think he would really want the whole um, big celebration. Everyone comes out and he has to, you know, parade himself around. I don't think he would want any of that. This is totally Jamie Lyon just to go, oh, that was my last game at Brookvale. 
and done. Oh, actually, now that he's injured, he's doing a pregame lap of honor. So. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I just feel like he <laughs> would not want any part of that. Someone <laughs> said to him, you've got to do this, Jamie, yeah. and he's gone, oh, oh really? are you serious? And our face masks for the first 5,000 yeah. through the game. Yeah. Um, and, and it should be celebrated. What a career. Yeah. What an yeah. unbelievable career. And and I know he, uh, Parramatta fans might uh, think differently about it. You know, he did, did the wrong thing, in inverted commas, by leaving. I just don't think he liked his footy, so he left. Um, and then he came back uh, or went to England, won the Man of Steel Award, won a, won a couple of comps with St. Helens, and then comes back and wins two comps as a player, one as a captain uh, with the Manly Club, and has been... Undoubtedly, like there was a time in the game around that 2007 to say 2014, which is a long stretch, mm. where every option Jamie Lyon took was the right one. Yeah. Like if you yeah. could freeze the play and say, what should they do now? You say, well, they should do that and they should do that. Jamie Lyon would invariably do it. He was an unbelievable player. Um, and disappointing that he can't get that send-off uh, with that hamstring injury. I don't think he's going to play again this year, is he? No. I don't, I don't think he's going to get yeah, round, no. round 26 either. So 290-odd um, games, um, probably not as many origins as we would have liked from a New South Wales point of view, but yeah, uh, his decision, um, and he was happy to stand by. Talk about standing by decisions. Uh, mm-hmm. Will Hopawaita had been confirmed today. Won't be playing in the grand final if required. Well, Let's make a massive leap of faith here and assume that the Bulldogs are in the grand final, Maria. Um, Will said he won't be playing. Problem? Um, I think it's a little bit of a problem leading into it because um, it's been a while since he had that block where he wasn't playing. So you've got to assume that people need to shift positions and maybe some new people need to come in mm. and mm. blah, blah, blah. Preparing for a grand final. I mean, I guess they've done it over, over the year. Brett Morris has played fullback. Um, Sam Parrott's neck injury is a week-to-week thing, so right. you'd imagine he'd come back into the side. Um, I think it's an interesting decision and um, good on Will for sticking to his guns, but it definitely throws a spanner in the works in my mind. Well, you wonder whether he took a hit financially because the clause is in the contract. So you just wonder whether they said, well, okay, we'll put the clause in, but we know at this point that there's going to be X number of Sunday games and we know that there's the grand final on the Sunday and everything else in between. As a result of that, we're going to give you that. It, it I must would imagine. Have, yeah. yeah, it would be like going, yeah, going to any boss and saying, "I don't want to work on whatever day because of whatever reason." Mm. Well, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> part time. Yeah. most yeah. of the miners' understanding is Des Hazard and no, Raylan Castle at the board. I can imagine yeah. you, Pam, going to Maria <laughs> and saying, "Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to the footy this weekend. Thanks very much." Actually, I, I, I think you never. would do that. That's right. No, I would never. You lo- love the footy too much. Um, so, Will Hopwadi not playing on the Sundays. Um, you're right. Brett Morris goes back to the fullback. And to be honest, he's amazing. I don't reckon they lose much. Yeah. In fact, no. might even gain. Even at, I mean, yeah, they haven't been very good for the past month or so. Um, he's probably been the only. Good things to come out of the dogs mm. lately. Mm. Oh, there's a lot of good things came out of the dogs about 12 years ago. Uh, that's when a guy named Jonathan Thurston was <laughs> shown the door. See you later. Thanks very much. You've got potential. We're not sure on you. We're going to keep a couple of other players. Now he goes back to Belmore tonight um, for that game, which is going to be massive. And I know you girls are heading out there, so you'll be excited about that. Um, as a Bulldogs fan, Maria, do you look back and say, what could have been? At the time... You just thought, well, um, Braith is here and um, Brent Sherwin was still around, yes. my my favourite player because oh, really? I'd, oh, look, I love an underdog. I love Brent Sherwin. Um, <laughs> How's he an underdog? He's on a five-year deal. Yeah, look, and he, remember his little kicks that has him? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, at the time, um, I think fans sort of went, well, okay, fair enough. 
Um, in hindsight, you know, you yeah. wouldn't have let that happen. Yeah. I don't know if Jonathan Thurston... Do you think Jonathan Thurston would have had the same career in Sydney that he has had in North Queensland? That's a very good question. We um, would never know. No, we but never it, know. It's, it's, a, it's a very good question. Steve Mortimer's come out and said, oh, they would have won a couple of comps with him there. Yeah, I, I, can, I can't argue with that. Mm. Like he, he yeah. would make competitive Bulldog sides super competitive. Yeah, but there are also, also some downtimes. Yeah, well, you think about the play, um, the players that they maybe would have had to have let go of in the years following that mm. to right. be able to hold on to him as well. Good so, point. Good point. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess you never know. It's yeah. just one of those things, isn't the, it? The sliding doors of rugby mm. league, yeah. as they say. Just out of interest, you mentioned there, Brent Sherman. Your fa- who was the who, who was on your posters on the walls as growing up? Oh. Yeah, I had a bit of I, I um it was hard for me because uh I hated a lot of teams back then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Give us names. No, be able to track no, bias never. through big league magazines. You know how you're a teenager and you just hate everything, so Right. Yeah. Don't remember that phrase, no? but anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that. For me it was the Bulldogs. I did not like the Bulldogs. Yeah, well right. nobody does if they're Yeah. So. Um I feel yeah. like That's changed, like Anthony Minicello, Luke Lewis, you know when um the New South Wales team was Really good, sort of in oh, that early 2000s. Vaguely. Part. Yeah, look, it was <laughs> a lot of time. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that was me. I loved Luke Lewis when, Luke he, when, Lu- he, when he first started oh, coming through. Oh, yeah. now we understand why <laughs> Barry Phillips got bumped and Luke Lewis was in in the Big League podcast. One of many reasons. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah one of many honest. reasons. You're right, with too um, long. Pam, what, what was your wall plastered with? It was just Joey uh, Johns. Yeah. After Joey Johns, wasn't it? Joey. Mark Hughes. Boozy. Yeah, loved him. Fantastic. Yeah. What was the origin series he had? Was it 2001 or? Yeah, one of those. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What a time. That was a great time oh, to be alive. Do you remember when great. New South Wales won three in a row and yes. everyone said origin was dead? Yep. Yeah. I do. Well, yep. well, it was. It nearly yep. was. Um, and, and what a time from a Newcastle Nice point of view, given what's happening this year. <laughs> anyway, we move past that. Me, Mark Graham and Wayne Pierce. Mark Graham Wayne used to be Pierce. on my. I used to get the posters and put them on my books at school. Mm. Yeah. And Mark Graham and Wayne Pierce were my favourites. So I was a Tigers supporter. So we've had some recent mail about our posters um, and uh, kids who are still using them as contact paper, which is just perfect. Beautiful. Yeah, perfect. that's yeah. great. That's what you want. That's They're the perfect size as well for school books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Year Eight Commerce book. Mark Graham on yep. the cover of that. It didn't there help me with my commerce, but anyway, probably <laughs> <laughs> uh, too busy <laughs> staring at it lovingly. <laughs> Lo- lovingly, that's yeah. exactly right. It was. Lo- I had the great pleasure to meet him, and you know, it was like, oh yeah, good day. Mark, you know, it was many years later and I thought, he doesn't know. He doesn't know how much I idolised him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I should have told him probably. Now, <laughs> I, I believe he listens to the podcast. So uh, there you go, Mark. <laughs> you were my favourite. And, and finally, um, Sharkies haven't won in a month. They've lost three on the trot. Now they've got the Roosters, the sneaky, scary, spanner-in-the-works Roosters this Saturday night. What do we see in the future for the Cronulla Sharks, Pam? Um, well, I think that they'll they'll get it back together again. I think they're maybe playing back at home, um, mm. and they kind of realise they really they really need to pull their finger out. Basically, mm. um, it's now or never. And they've been in these situations before. I mean, um, we thought they were a pretty good chance last year, and then there was obviously that game up in Townsville. I think it was yes. was it forty nil. Yes. Um, yeah. So they've been there. They've done that. So they really need to pull it out this week. Mm, mm. Yeah. Lots of um, I thought they were forcing. It seems like they were forcing a lot of things on Monday night against yeah. South Sydney, and Quite they just panicked, yeah, and they just like what like weren't coming off. And I guess you get to a point where you're like, oh crap, I got to win. Yeah. Um, it, the Roosters were amazing last week. I would be terrified to come up against them. Uh, you just wonder. I actually think that they played pretty well last week. 
yeah, the, the, yep. the Sharkies um, against a really committed South Sydney side. And mm. defend, South Sydney had no ball in that second half and they defended so well. Yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't be too down on themselves, but it's hard not to be walking around thinking, hang on, no one could beat us. And now all of a sudden we've lost three on the trot. So that's the difficulty that confronts Shane Flanagan and his Sharks as they lead into the semifinals. You want to post a win somewhere because round 26 for the Sharks, Melbourne in Melbourne. Mm, yeah. Like Melbourne might not have to play a game away from Amy Park until the grand final. Oh, yeah. And you know they're going to make the grand final in Melbourne. Well, they, they've got round 25, round yeah. 26, first week of the first finals will be at home. They win that week off. Third week of the Third finals. week of the finals at home. Up here for the GF. Yeah. That potentially is what confronts the Melbourne Storm. It's a huge advantage. It is the Big League Magazine Run to the Finals podcast, round 25 we're talking about. It's brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Remember, give them a call, one 800 555